<laughs> okay, here comes the lead in. Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest retired Lieutenant Colonel Joel Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Welcome to River Roundtable. I'm Pastor Lou with the River Church, sitting here with the illustrious retired Colonel General Lieutenant, Lieutenant <laughs> Sergeant Major. Uh, let's keep going. There's some more. Keep private. <laughs> Joel Pulowski. Yeah, uh, does I get them all? Pretty much been all of oh, those yeah. at one time. I yeah. started out as a private E1. Yeah. And retired as a lieutenant colonel. I started out as a private E. <laughs> Which is so, a private I. Yeah. So, you know, in honor of Veterans Day, thank you. Yeah. Love you. All, yes, all absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Very much. We'll get, we'll get to that. Amen. And then also Pastor Andrew and the fantastic team. Praise Who God. all do we have in the team today? We've got Wandering Simon. Yes. We've got uh, Staring Neil. <laughs> and uh, God. <laughs> Monitoring Phil. It's yeah. fantastic. Mute Thank my you, phone. Jesus. At least we have an adult in the room. It's fantastic. One. We, have, yeah, we have one adult. That's good. It's Maybe. Phil. Phil's the adult. <laughs> Phil's yes. designated adult today. That's right. It's his turn. <laughs> But we do. We want to honor all the veterans. And Amen. Um, my dad served in Vietnam mm. um, and uh, ended up, his, he passed away in 1981. Mm. Wow. He was 39 years old, died of a massive stroke due to being 100% disabled. Mm. And uh, so I'd like to thank my father for his service. Um, I'd like to thank my brother for his service in the, in the Air Force. Amen. And um, my grandfather who was in World War II and um, over in uh, the Philippines. Wow. He served in the Philippines during World War II. So in the beginning of the war or the end? It, right in smack dab in the height of them, actually when they started taking over the Philippines. So uh, towards, uh, what would that be? The, so he was on Bataan? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Uh, that was he started Bataan Death March. Those that don't know, that yeah. was eighty thousand troops, U.S. troops surrendered, and only ten thousand. Yeah, he didn't. Survived. He wasn't imprisoned or anything else like that. Yeah, he was actually building barracks as uh -huh. a carpenter. Okay, and then they found out that he was uh, one tenth of a second from beating Jesse Owens' record in the hundred yard dash. Uh huh. And they made him a lineman. <laughs> they put a reel on his back and said, "Run." Yes. <laughs> He'd run the calm line out. He'd run the calm line, line out, out in the middle yes. of battle. Yep. <laughs> and then they found out that, you know, that he had fearless attributes, and then he started going on patrols and everything else. Praise God. Wow. Yeah. And then Lori's grandfather served underneath Patton um, yeah. in World War II. He was at the uh, Battle of the Bulge and the crossing of the River Rhine. Third Army. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he was, uh, so he served in there, and uh, he just passed away, actually, uh, last year. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
So Sorry for your loss. Yeah. And so I would like to thank all of them for, you know, uh, the sacrifice that they made in the military and in Amen. their lives. Amen. So, Amen. Um, and all of you that are watching, if you're uh, in the military or you have family that's military, we just want to honor you and say thank you so much for your service. Amen. Amen. Appreciate all of you. Yeah. Praise God. More than you know. All right. Well, we have several things going on, and um, I'm going to address some things biblically. Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna address a couple of things. One is, is people pray for the election, and they're going, God, we want to win. It doesn't work that way. Elections mm. reveal the will of man, and the word reveals the will of God. And the will of God doesn't change because, because He's not elected. He He wasn't. No, no, no. <laughs> cool. Not elected at all. And um, as a result, he's going to do what he says that he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And you can be part of it or not. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. And then, uh, but the elections re- reveal the will of man, which I happen to believe it has to do with the interaction of the church. So as the church goes, so does the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. I believe that very strongly. Yeah. And so all hope isn't lost because God is still in control. For those of you that are listening that have any kind of God conscience at all. Um, God's in control and he's going to reveal the things that need to be revealed. I've been telling people, this is what my prayer has been. God, that you uphold the the hand of the righteous and that you reveal the evil of the hand of the unrighteous. God is faithful to reveal things. But know this, in Job chapter 14 and verse 7, it says, for there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, mm-hmm. that it will sprout again. Mm-hmm. And that its tender shoots will not cease. Though its root may grow old in the earth and its stump may die in the ground, yet at the scent of water, it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant. But a man dies and is laid away. Indeed, he breathes his last. And where is he? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God is going to restore things with or without you. Mm Mm-hmm. There is always going to be a budding branch somewhere. Doesn't matter how much they cut it down, God is going to continue to raise it up. Mm-hmm. And so God's standard is not going to change because of the elections of man. Yeah, His promises are yes and amen. Amen. And so my encouragement is is that you get your life right with God. Mm-hmm. That you find yourself in fellowship with people of companion, people that are like minded. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that you begin to engage in what you need to engage in to bring about change in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we're doing is the River Church is uh, we're going to be starting up our School of Government in the next uh, mm-hmm. year here, as well as the School of Worship. That's uh, that's in conjunction with our School of Ministry. So you go to a year of Bible, and then you get to go either to worship, or you can choose worship, uh, government, or ministry. Mm-hmm. And we're going to raise up people to go into office. That'll make a lot of people really happy with us. <laughs> uh, I believe it will. Yes. I'm, I'm with you on that one. No, it's it, it needs to happen. The church hasn't been involved. And this is what I tell people about pastors. I'm going to just share this. And I'm asking you your, your gentleman's opinion of this so mm-hmm. that you're included in the show and it isn't just me talking. All right. All right. Okay. 
while you're while you're wandering around we're on sharing. your on your smartphones. I know you. I know you are. That's yes. what we're doing. I know you are. I know you're busy trying to trying to find the uh, YouTube. And people on the radio don't know the difference. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. The yeah. people that are watching, um, like, he's not paying attention at all. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that pastors should be involved in politics to a degree because their people are involved in politics. Mm-hmm. They should know what's happening in the world and what's not happening, and advise biblically of how people should approach the things that they deal with on a daily basis. I believe that if your people are paying taxes as a congregation, then you should be involved. Mm. You should be involved in what is happening. And you should address things righteously, according to the word, not according to popular opinion. How many of you would say, what's your opinion on that? Yes. Uh, hello. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm asking your opinion. That, that's one of my tags. I mean, I don't. I I already know the answer. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, uh, I want to hear from you what your perspective is concerning that because I've just shared mine. Yeah. Well, this this morning, Pastor, while you were ministering to the men's group, uh, uh, Lord uh, popped a little uh, ditty into my head in here, and it was the word versus the world which is part of what you ministered on. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of the scriptures that you shared were where we should be uh, in relationship to the world as men of God being led by the word of God. Yeah. Amen. And so uh, I just did it. I just wrote down the word versus the world. Uh, the letter L is the difference that you see first, right? And, yeah. and the L that the world brings is lack, limits, and lameness. <laughs> Right. Because the gospel, the word, what totally. Jesus came to, to bring was the anointing, which destroys lack. Amen. The good news of the gospel is, is that for the poor, they don't have to be poor. Amen. Amen. A, a yep. Contrary to what the World Economic Forum is trying <laughs> to get ministers of the gospel to preach. The, you know, the, the woke message that, you know, uh, poverty is necessary, that healing is unnecessary. And, and, you know, that um, the church is very, very limited in what they can do, right? Well, no, that's, that's actually the worldview. God's view in the word is, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, strength amen. And, and, um, and then Jesus said when he left, you know, the most important things that we consider is the last words that somebody says when they leave this earth. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Yeah. Lay hands on the sick. And he said, these signs will follow. You'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Yeah. You'll you'll speak in new tongues. Amen. Which that's also something that the World Economic Forum is very against. They would not like people to stir up their most holy faith. Amen. <laughs> no. And and so so you you know you have to have that wisdom. Uh, and then also um, they'll they'll uh, they'll lay hands on the sick to recover. Right. So in other words, healing is delivered by the power of the Spirit of God. So as, as a believer, the Word of God absolutely has to be our foundation, amen. amen. The world will come and will try to steal all that. They would they would uh, consider and place you as a believer, as a second-class citizen, at, at a minimum second-class, if not a uh, threat to society, a domestic terrorist, and whatever else that they're trying to put on us. Right. As believers, because because what we want the people of the United States to prosper. We want the people of the United States to be whole and healed. We, we want the people of the United States to be able to pursue life, liberty and, and happiness. Yeah. 
you know, and so and so, you know, I just it, it really quickly brings perspective. I believe the word if if you will actually look at what God has called a believer to do, there's no doubt in my mind that the world is in opposition to what the word has for us. All right. That's that's my take. I'm using your word, too. All right. Yes. Amen. <laughs> By the way, what, what station are we on? Oh, yeah. We're, we're on uh, KSLM. Amen. That's uh, 1220 AM, yeah. 104.3 FM. Praise God. And uh, brought to you by the uh, the lovely ladies that now run KSLM. We had them last yeah. night at uh, Freedom Business Fellowship. Yeah. And uh, we had, uh, we had they uh, they gave a little presentation on what the, the radio station is doing yeah. and being involved in the community. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are, they are heavily involved. Yeah. And, and they are doing exactly what you just said, which Amen. is uh, representing not only themselves, but God yes. into the community. Yeah. And, and so just yeah. their, uh, they're conducting KSLM business as their ministry into yeah. the community. Yes. So yeah. we would just like to say thank you for, for them and for providing this yeah. opportunity yeah. Thank, for thank us you to appreciate them. Yeah, to much. Amanda and Jackie and Katie and and Phil, please help me with the, the last sister's name. Uh, so you have Jackie, Amanda, and Katie, and and I only have just met the other one just a little bit. Cynthia. Cynthia. Yeah, yes. praise God. You know, and and families are very much represented yeah. within KSLM yes. also. Amen. They're, and they are also, yeah. a pro-family right. channel. Yes. And what is the phone number again? 503-581-589. Always so, get five, the, so we better do it correct so yes. everybody knows. Yes. 503-589-1220. Amen. And you can do a call-in. We can actually, we'll, we can do call-ins right into the studio here. So, Amen. Um, go ahead and give us a call-in so that we can uh, answer any of the things or if you have a comment that you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't mm-hmm. have a problem hanging up on you if you're an idiot. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. We have um, the big hang-up button. Yeah. Yes. We're okay with that. Um, we're not offended. No. By hanging up on you. No, we're not offended by that. <laughs> you shouldn't either. Nope. Anyways, so we have all the things. So we just had the election. We've had, and it's still going on, by the way. Yes. Yes. Um, I believe that the last time I looked, only 58% of the votes have been counted. Right. Despite uh, AP. Had, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. So I don't know what number you're pulling there. From. I'm pulling that out of the Secretary of State. Okay. So maybe statewide, yeah. Because Marion County is at statewide. 52%. Yeah. 52. State, statewide, yeah. the average is 58%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So but, there's still a lot of votes left. Yes, a lot that's out there. Like I think there's a almost uh, almost a million yes. votes that are still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyways, yeah, so it's still don't, we have a call don't get already. all butt hurt because you're reading AP. Well, we have a call. Oh, wonderful! Who's calling us? Huh? This is your favorite black redneck and soda, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. How are you, brother man? Oh man, I'm not doing well. Health wise, I'm doing great. But the three things that I'm seeing is our voters are not informed. We're getting ready to spend a 18 to 24 billion dollar care plan in this state. And then on top of that, apparently, what's going on with our teenagers? Salem skies are terrific. Are you on speakerphone or on a headset? No, I'm not. on the headset. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we're talking. He, he, he's asking in talking about uh, you know young voters. Yes. Which is which is something I was going to get into uh, anyway on on later. So we'll 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 take that. Thank you, Ronnie. Yeah. Sorry, Ronnie. You were really cutting up really yeah, bad. But love, we can talk about uh, we can talk about that. So we had uh, so the for those of you that don't know, uh, young voters did a big uh, had a big turnout in this election nationwide. Amen. Uh, in the 18 to 24 year, uh, 29 year old range. Yeah. Uh, so six years ago or eight years ago, they were at uh, about 20% participation mm. nationwide average. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then starting in uh, 2018, they uh, bumped that up to uh, 36%. And 2020, they were at 50%. And 2022, they're at 63%. Wow. Yeah, that's that's actually a very good percentage. That's so, an amazing percentage. Right. The, the education, and, though, you know. This, but the reason for it yeah. is our education system. Yes. Because they're voting overwhelmingly communist. Yes. I'm not even going to call it anything else other <laughs> yeah. than that. Yeah. yeah. These are So if you think your kids right. are just floating their way through school, they're not. This is the result of what we're seeing. Yeah, they're being mobilized right. for stupid. They're, they're being mobilized... <laughs> Uh, for the collective. Yes. Okay. They've been assimilated by the Borg. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, that's that's how this is this is working out. And they're they're on Twitter bragging about it. Oh yeah. About how we've indoctrinated your children. Yeah. And you're going to be uh, you know and you're going to be overwhelmed by them, and they're going to vote. Mm-hmm. You know. And like Hugo Chavez said, mm. you know, one vote, one man, one time. Yeah. Okay. Socialism only needs to get in. Mm. Yes. You can't vote it out mm. once it's in. Yeah. All right. And that's what that's what a lot of people are voting for. It, when you say right I, we have a comment here that says just read that forty percent of Gen Z have mental health problems. That's because they've labeled everything. Yes. Right. right. They've labeled everything as mental health. That's how the government is going to take over your children, actually. <laughs> yes. And take <laughs> them because, away from and you. take them away from you. <laughs> because they have a mental health. Listen. When own, I was a kid, there wasn't day. anything called ADD. Right. Yeah. It wasn't called ADD. It was called get a whooping. Yeah. <laughs> because you're not listening. You learn to pay attention because otherwise it came with a whooping. And they're like, oh, that's just horrible. I, listen, I turned out just fine. <laughs> yeah. Are you hear me? I'm, I'm just letting you know. You're a, you're a pastor. Yeah. I'm just fine. I'm yeah. fine. Me too. And, you know, they didn't have a, listen, they didn't have Adderall when I was a kid. They had a shovel. Yes. <laughs> it's called physical labor. Yeah, it's like, called physical labor. Yeah. Burn off the energy. Yeah. So my off. dad, my dad would have me dig a hole. I, he would go, he'd say, listen, you're acting up, go dig a hole. How deep do you want that hole? I'll let the, you know. How long is the handle on that shovel? Yeah. Keep digging. Yeah. And then when I was done digging the hole, guess what he had me to do? Fill, Fill it in. Fill it in. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, what was the purpose? To wear me out so I would go to bed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, listen, that I mean, that was that was the way things were. We don't have kids do physical labor anymore. I watch kids today, they pick up a napkin and they're breathing hard. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so difficult. Oh my god. Yeah, and they and they call it, you know, psychological abuse yeah. because you told them that they needed to. Right. Or to bend over and actually pick up the mess that they just made, so that that's well, the thing yeah. about about well, the mental yeah. health. Yeah, Luke. Luke is in in uh, shorties. He's a he's in Utah, mm-hmm. and they say you know the education. Just so you know, Luke isn't just in Utah. Mm-hmm. 
is is failing. It's failing all over the United States. Yeah, yeah. it's not something because they have the same agenda from. all the way through the all of the schools in the United States, and that mm -hmm. agenda. That agenda is to take the minds of your children. Get your kids out of school. Public get school. Them, get them out of public school. school yeah. Get them into private school. And watch out even what private schools you're putting them into. Yeah. Yep. Know what your kids are learning. Yeah. Because when I tell parents what they're, what they're being taught, they don't believe me. Because you're still caught in 1970. Right. But I'm telling yeah. you right now, they're not teaching what they're taught in 1970. And in 1970, some of it was questionable. Oh, yeah. 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 And if it was questionable, <laughs> if it was questionable back then... Just think what they're doing now. Right, right. And it is plain pornography that is yep. being given to your kids. Mm, they're yep. teaching your kids how to defy you as parents. Mm -hmm. In Oregon, you don't have to get your parents' permission to get a sex change. Mm. You don't have to have a permission. You do have to have permission to take Tylenol. Yes. <laughs> but you don't have to get permission to get the, to get the jab. Or right. an or, abortion. Or an abortion. Or, or you know, uh, birth control. Yeah. Or bodily uh, mutilation, but you do, needles. But, yeah, needles, uh, yeah. you know, hormone blockers, but you yeah. do for Tylenol. And if you as a parent raise any question or objection, you it's are abuse. brought under scrutiny for yeah. neglect or abuse. Yep. That, and people think that we're that we're making this stuff up or no. we're being extreme. Absolutely not. There is, uh, go ask your school. Oh, they'll tell you something different. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna, well, yeah. then ask for the, 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 the regulation. And open what up the, your kids. Yeah. Open Text up your books. kids' backpack. Yeah, pull out their textbook, right, yeah. and look at it. I'm better if you, yeah. better yeah. yet, go sit in. Yes, yeah, you can do go, that. You can do that as a parent. You can go sit in on the classes. Yeah, Gee, that'll be really quiet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, go sit on several classes, and uh, you know, take take a week and just sit in on every class for a week. Yep. And every one of their see. classes. You're, you're, you're in your math class. They'll be teaching your children how arithmetic is racist. And yep. so that's it's it's far too racist to actually require students to have that type of an education because that is oppressive to certain cultures. So um, accuracy is racism. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Right. And if it's, you're Milano, if you're Milano, you have to choose. Mulatto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to choose. Mm hmm. If you're if you're half black, half white, you have to choose. Mm -hmm. If you're half Hispanic and half white, mm -hmm. you have to choose which one it is, which person you're going to hate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so it's just who, who, which half of you is oppressing the other half? Yes, it's, right. It's ludicrous. Yeah. It's beyond ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking like they've gone plaid. There's <laughs> there's a <laughs> exactly. space. Balls. Yeah. By the way, they don't they don't allow the kids to take home the textbooks. They leave them there. Right. That's why I said go sit down on the classes. Go yeah. to the school board. Go, listen. Go to your school principal and tell them. Listen, I want to sit in all my kids' classes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's not yeah. good. No, not good what's going on in the school. So this is why we just simply start with you need well, to get your kids well, out of there Liza, and not be yeah, supporting it. Elizabeth, listen, if they say here that you can't you can't even sit on the classes unless you have the jab, then why are your kids even in there? Right. Yeah. And we do have alternatives, by the way. Right here at the River Church, we have mm -hmm. alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yes, we um, do. very affordable. So, yeah, it's very affordable, and everything else for your kids to be educated. You mm -hmm. just need some involvement from the parents, mm -hmm. but, which is actually wonderful. And we want you involved, and that way you know yes. what your kids are being taught. Uh, yeah. That's kind of a new thing. Yeah, but anyways, strange, strange, and different. Um, and so there is alternatives to education. You say, well, I can't afford a private school. You can't afford not to send them to private school, right? Yeah, what what is what is happening? It, it'll is, be cheaper in the end. That yeah, the generation, the generational aspect of education. Man, we got on all kinds of good subjects today. Absolutely oh, yeah. been removed. We haven't even talked about elections yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're doing good.
Yeah. Well, we are talking about elections, actually, because yes. we talked about education. Yeah. People don't. It's just like the, the 114 bill. They played it as keep your children safe. My children are safe. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. You know and, why? Because I own weapons. Right. My children are safe. Yeah. As so now you right. want to take away the thing that keeps them safe. Yeah. So you is, morons. So yeah. is Tina Kotek going to be uh, uh, not protected by guns? Uh, yeah, she is actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Probably She's definitely going to have guns all around her. Yeah, automatic oh, yeah. weapons with you know capacity greater than snipers. 10. Yes, yes, snipers. Yeah, yes, mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. going to have the okay, scary but, black uh, weapons. Yeah, they'll be scary, scary <laughs> black guns. Yes, and they'll true. and they'll have an AR frame. Yes, <laughs> and they'll uh, and they'll have more than a ten round capacity. Yes. Uh -huh. oh, yeah. The magazine rules for thee, but not for 30. me. Yeah. <laughs> Rules for thee and not for me. Yeah. That's yeah. so how it works. Yeah. So as we're talking about 114 there, we've got, uh, so the. It's I, not passed I, yet. Uh, no, there's still uh, still some counting to go. And uh, so. so. But according to the AP, it's already been passed. Mm -hmm. Morons. Well, you know, they're not, they're not, they don't know what's going well, on. Well, they said everywhere. that 90% of the vote has already come in on the AP. Yeah. Uh, well, I just read on the Secretary of State, it says 58. Yeah. Well. Yeah, fifty percent so, of the total. So it's interesting, what actually. It is, it's a, how, how much is in? Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, measure one fourteen currently on the sector state secretary of state websites where I am uh, yes. is actually very very much a dead heat right now. Yeah, it's it's less than a percent. Fif yeah, fifty point nine seven versus forty nine point oh three. So eight hundred sixty nine thousand versus eight hundred thirty six thousand. So you know, to, for for you to say that it's all the way dead and gone, and it's time to leave the state. Hey. Pay attention to what's going on, actually. Yes. Um, you, know you know what I'm hoping? Hey. I'm hoping that everybody that said that I've won loses. <laughs> that would be Other crazy. than the red. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, even though Christine Drazen conceded, I hope that she wins. Amen. Yeah. I and, agree. And oh, yeah, by the way, because she conceded, Tina Kotek still wins, by the way. Are you sure? It's kind of how it works. I yeah. What I read is that it doesn't actually. It's it's what actually the vote is. I think it yes. can be. I when think you certify the vote, when you certify the vote, and then you get in, and then you can get into legal challenges and yeah. so on and so forth. Let's yeah. do that. But Let's get right. into legal challenges. There will there will be legal challenges on one fourteen should it actually. Oh yeah. Completely pass. You got too many sheriffs that are saying right now that we're not going to support it. There are yeah. three so far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Already. Oh, I think uh, there's going to be more. And there mm -hmm. will be a lot more than that yeah. mm -hmm. in the Oregon's 36 counties. Yeah. You'll probably end up with uh, somewhere around um, 30. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to guess. Mm -hmm. That's my number. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know. So in other words, if they come to take your weapons, you call up the sheriff and the sheriff will come and tell them you can't have them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because so this is, just so everybody knows, mm -hmm. this is how it works. I'm going to mm -hmm. lay out 114 for you. Mm -hmm. All right. 114 comes into a law, actually. By July, December 30th, I think it is, or 18th. December 8th. December 8th. Yep. Um, then it goes into effect. Every every clip that is a more than a 10-round clip has to be destroyed. You can't resell it. It's got to be destroyed. Then, then you're not going to be able to buy a weapon unless you have a permit. But you can't get a permit until the police department has the program in play. <laughs> and they can't have the program in play pew, pew. until so they have the funding, magazine. which is $40 million. <laughs> and they have all of the policies and procedures in place because mm -hmm. they have none of them right now. 
So what they did is they asked for a law that they didn't prepare for. Mm -hmm. So no one's going to be able to buy. You're not going to be able to sell. You're not going to be able to transfer weapons. You're not going to be able to sell a gun in Oregon at all. So there goes all of those businesses and all those families that they support their families through that. They're not going to be able to support their families through that anymore. So you just got through getting rid of all those businesses, Sportsman Warehouse, um, Cabela's, um, all of your gun shops throughout the whole state which of Oregon. Are, which are small family-owned businesses. Small family-owned businesses. They're all yep. done yep. because they can't support their families anymore. They won't, they won't last 30 days. Nope, they won't last 30 days. They'll be out. And so you just destroyed that income. Oh, by the way, that provides taxes for your roads, for your schools, for all your other things. And people don't think about that. They don't think about any of that. They're saying you save our children. Well, the people that buy guns actually are do it legally. They don't go to the black market and buy it out of trunk from from Julio. <laughs> yeah. Vinny. And Vinny. And Vinny. Right? Dimitri. They actually go to the store. Dimitri. They do the background Speaking check. They do things effects. legally and properly yes. and to and you're actually you're actually said you know they know who it is and all those things but now all of a sudden now you've created a open door open door for the cartel to start bringing in weapons into Oregon yeah. to yes. sell them illegally you open the door for all of the oh. legal activity to come right into Oregon it is going to it will go off it will go off the rails um this also includes that your yes, address go buy your AR now your address your fingerprints um your job um and and your essentially your family is now in an open searchable database yep by okay, anybody uh by anybody in the entire world okay so now criminals know where to go to steal your steal guns steal guns so by it, address right and that, okay and, yeah. <laughs> all right well, or they, and they then know when you go back it. to the law that was passed last year mm -hmm. where your guns are stolen and used in a crime you're going to be held re responsible mm. okay because we have that precedent set all right and the criminal is let go because he stole the guns and it's not responsible anymore mm -hmm. isn't that one yeah. that's how oregon law is set up right now mm -hmm. all right so uh yes so in case you're wondering uh the lawsuits uh are prepped yep. and they're ready to go yeah the big guns are coming this is so funny, is it? How do you get the uh, gun owners of America and the NRA to get into the same room and agree? Uh, you, Oregon. You, you, yeah, you, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two organizations that are like, oh, you know, they're both on the same side of the, of the 2A yeah. uh, world, but, you know, they're always, yeah, it, yeah they're, neither, neither one of them is wrong. They are fully invested in yeah. making sure that 214 or 114 is, is un, gets shot down and is unconstitutional. As because is. 114 will spread through the whole United States, and that's yes, how they're going to shut you know. down the Constitution. It yes. isn't to keep your, keep your kids safe. No, your yes. kids were actually Absolutely. kept safe when they actually had armed guards at the school. Yes. yes. When they removed armed guards at the school, when they removed the police department because, you know, police department's a threat. When they were at the schools, there wasn't things going on. They remove it. Then all of a sudden, uh, there's a problem. Yeah. When but, I, you know, whatever. When let's, I went to let's school. Let's throw common sense out. When I went to school at yeah. this time of the year, uh, there, was there was about 1,200 kids in my school which meant that there was probably about 1,500 guns in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when I went to school, we had, you know, my 30 out 6 was in the window of the truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Who's seen a gun rack in a yeah. truck lately? Yeah. 
There's All right. one in my driveway. Just yeah. Yeah. All right. There we go. But yeah. So another yeah. unconstitutional one is 113. Yes. Which, which has pretty much passed at this uh -huh. point. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that is because is because it removes all due process yes from the uh, from the system yes uh and so yeah and and for those of you that don't know that's the anti-walkout thing yes where the uh leader of the the oregon senate or legislature can decide whether or not you have a um an absentee right uh, if you're absent excusable, excusable absentee absence, so if right. you have more than 10 uh they can fire you mm -hmm. okay uh, and you have no recourse. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's no how, due how process do they, how there. How do they fire an elected official? Yes. Uh, they do get, they get, they've decided they get to in yeah. this, uh, in well, that's this fantastic. Measure. Then why All have right. elections? Just hire Just, people. Yes. So why, so, um, I don't really, know who the leaders are going to so, be. So, so essentially your vote doesn't matter because you voted yes. somebody in office, but if one person decides that that person isn't doing a good enough job, they're going to fire them. And then they're kicked out of the legislative process, and then they are no longer an elected official. They're hireling. Yes, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. So for those, but of people you that, don't. But people don't read. They just go, oh, you know, we don't like them walking out. Yes, yeah. they this didn't like. Good. They didn't like the the uh, the fact that Republicans walked out in 2018 to stop. Yeah the cap and trade bill, which was yeah. absolutely one of the most worst things that you could do to the economy of this state. That's right. Okay. And it has been the worst thing. And it's been since implemented through rules. Bureaucratic. Yeah. And okay. also, just Process. so you know, the mm -hmm. sanctuary state, just for everybody needs to understand, well, you know, we just want to get rid of being a sanctuary, sanctuary state. You're the one that voted it in. Mm -hmm. Twice. Twice. Mm -hmm. And so it's a it is a it is a pretty established thing in Oregon because people voted it in. And then you have the, also the Constitution change for medical care that it's in the Constitution that there has to be medical care. One eleven, right? Yeah, but no, but there's n the price tag on that is twenty eight billion. I've yeah. seen yes annually. Yeah, which is fifty percent of the of the yeah. of the budget. Yeah. So it it adds fifty percent to the budget just on that, and I think that's probably a bit low. Yeah. Because yeah. the only requirement there is, uh, in order to, to get that health care, is to be resident, and to be a resident in Oregon, all you have to do is be standing in Oregon, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The residency requirements here are right. nothing. And that's what Elizabeth because we're a sanctuary state. Yeah. Elizabeth was just sharing that people from Ukraine as refugees yes. that just got here, you know, this year. Yes. We're giving uh, ballots. To vote. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Ukrainian no, you don't have to be, are voting in Oregon. You don't have to be good. a legal. You Sounds don't have good. to be a U.S. Perfect. citizen in Oregon to vote. Right? No, you don't have there's, to be. You have to be warm and no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to be warm either. You can be cold and dead for decades or hundreds of years. Yeah, because they also passed the law that they're not going to purge the voting records. Yes. So a person could be dead and still vote. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oregon is at 108 percent of. Eligible voters are registered. Hundred eight percent, fantastic. Hundred eight percent, and that number is only going yeah. to go up from now on. Mm. All right. At some at some point, yeah. we'll be you know at three or four hundred percent, and yeah, elections will will be you know full on North Korea by then. <laughs> yeah, hundred and eight percent. Yeah, at least fact, at least we're overachievers yes. in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're not underachievers here. So we're the governor will be, uh, you know, 
It'll they'll be called the Kotec the Fourth. Yeah, fearless leader. Okay. They achieved a new voting record. 178% of the vote. That's part of the insanity of all of this is that people don't understand the direction that these type of actions uh, lead the country or the yeah. state. Oh, you mean it only ratchets towards tyranny? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 It never. So when you centralize things, hey. and I don't care what it is, mm-hmm. all right? When you centralize mm-hmm. something, you only ratchet towards tyranny. Mm-hmm. You never ratchet towards freedom. Listen, right. when, the, right. when the Secretary of State says that we have not seen any any notable widespread <laughs> widespread fraud. fraud. <laughs> well, so that means they've seen fraud. They've seen fraud, but it's just not widespread. And you define widespread as? Yes. Well, that's personal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, In the public eye. Yeah. It's all behind closed doors, so Listen, it's if okay. I'm, if, yes. I'm dating, if I'm dating and I have a rash, I don't want to say I have widespread rash. <laughs> yes. I've got a minimum rash. Yes. I had a... Uh, I had a <laughs> Yes. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? That's a perfect yeah. example. That's an example. Exactly. I don't want to just go off and say I've got a widespread. Hey, by the way, I have a widespread rash. Widespread. <laughs> you want to go on a date? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Thank you very much, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to yeah. minimalize that thing. Yeah, we want to we yeah. want to minimalize that. So that's so. what they're doing. She, uh, literally, I read the article. They're, you know, We haven't seen any widespread voter yeah, fraud. Yeah, she tweeted yeah, that out. Yeah. I saw that. Saw fraud. Kind of There's fraud, but it's not widespread. Yeah. Are you an election denier? No, nope. actually, I voted. Mm-hmm. There, there are elections. Mm-hmm. I know. You're, I, you're, I believe in elections. Yeah, your, your wife was, Pastor Lori was texting me. Like, yeah. Who is this person? Yeah. What do I vote for here? Yeah. And then I was like, hmm. You know, every year I've been written in yes. for the past 10 years or eight years. To be governor? <laughs> no, actually, a Democratic judge. Democratic judge, nice, nice. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of judges, uh, can you imagine me being as a judge? Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, you, <laughs> I would have so much fun. Yes. Yeah. All right. I don't want to pray be a judge. with me. No, I don't want to be a judge. <laughs> yeah, no. Dear Lord Jesus, that is one of the. So we did. <laughs> That's, what uh, I would do. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah. we did in Marion County uh, elect a new judge, Amy yeah. Queen. Amy who? Amy Queen. Yeah, good. Okay. Uh, I guess Replacing one of uh, Kate Brown's appointees. Oh, God. So, uh, so for those of you that think uh, it can't be done, uh, you're wrong. And uh, she is only the first of many because uh, the Marion County is actually a very uh, con- you know, conservative uh, county. Largely. When you, when you, do the, when, when you actually oh, you look, look at, at the, how things are laid out in it. If you look at the map, uh, uh-huh. it's... Pretty slim. I, I, I'm really, I'm really excited about this election, no matter what, because yeah. it has proven that the the left thinking is actually on a very thin line. Yes, and it's not going to take very much to throw it over the other side here. And um, the radical, the radicalism of the left, the Democratic Party is going to prove to be very uh, rough on Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so if it can be uh, very rough. So so for example, some of the things that you see in uh, other countries that yeah. I would expect to come here because these are examples and they're not smart people, so they just follow what they see. Uh, in Europe, when they have a homeless problem, they just take over a hotel. Yeah, well, that's turn the hotel. Do. Well, that's what they've to, done here too. Over mm-hmm. to homeless across the street. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. That will be, uh, but that will become you know, 
widespread, universal. Uh, and so for those of you that uh, want to go to a hotel in Portland, basically, no, you can't. Uh, <laughs> and, and why would you? Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to Portland for you yeah. know sightseeing. So I'm going to go watch Antifa and BLM destroy things. Yeah, they're the, yeah, yeah. They, the gang they, problem in in Portland is only getting so. Uh, what is what has the murder rate gone up to in in Portland? Uh, it was I don't know two hundred and some odd percent increase. Yeah, uh, they stopped counting and stopped reporting it because uh, two thousand. It was either 2018 or 2019. I can't remember. The murder rate in Portland was one. Yeah. And then the next year it was 20. <laughs> okay. And last year it was a record of 73. And I know we crossed 73 already, but I don't know what the real the number real numbers. Is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Portland is not a large city, so on a per capita basis, okay, it is starting to approach El Salvador numbers. Yeah. All right. As far as violence? As far as violence per capita. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is how you really have to look at that. Yeah. I mean, you look at the city and you say, oh, well, there's, you know, a million more people there. So there's not a problem. It, no, it's how many, you know, how much violence there is per, you know, 100,000 people or mm -hmm. so. And that's where you that's where you start to see how it's different than other places. And Portland is a very violent city. Yeah, right you now. drive you drive around any of the main traffic mm -hmm. exchanges or places where there's actually room in a in a public thoroughfare for camping and you see that it's actually probably looks worse than El Salvador uh, in in a lot of downtown Yeah, but there yes. how much how much was the figure? I can't remember what it was. 29 million dollars to create homeless parks in portland mm -hmm. oh the oregon itself has spent over two billion on homeless yeah but he just said that we're going to have to he's uh, going to have to come up with 29 million dollars in the city budget yes. to build homeless parks yes yeah well to get them off the sidewalks you get them off and the sidewalks. out of the front lawns right. of people You're right so there's a there was a article i read about uh, a neighborhood in north portland where the sidewalks got full, so they just moved into front yards. Mm -hmm. Yes, and people couldn't get them out. Yeah, there's you know campfires and and yeah. uh, defecating and, and yes. looking in the windows and, and other things, stealing all the stuff. And oh other yeah, things. and your uh, another uh, one of the other favorite articles I read was how kids were uh, having to uh, walk to school uh, using alternate routes. <laughs> Because of uh, homeless camps, mm -hmm. because the straight line between their house and the school was, you know, too dangerous. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's That's probably, not something probably, I ever experienced. It's probably going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. so here's the thing. We're we're talking <laughs> about all. When you Tina know, declares a an emergency and decides she needs emergency powers yeah. Yeah. to seize property to put homeless yeah. people in. Yes. That's mm. going to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we're okay. we're talking about all this, but the issue is not the homeless people. The issue is the the current regime, and that's honestly the way to say it, that has enabled all of this behavior and has not held mm -hmm. any correct rule of law. And and that's what people do not understand is that these ballot measures, all they are doing is they continue to propagate this type of behavior. It's it's a continuation of absolute madness and lawlessness when you talk about a reality of, of moral laws. And so, um, you know, for for people to just look at it and say, oh, well, you know, I, what what can I do about it? No, you get out there and you do something. You speak up. You you make yeah. your voice heard. You tell people and explain to them what's going on. Speaking of which. Yeah. Yes. Hello. We're doing Left Freedom March uh, the 19th at the uh, Capitol. 
Yeah. Yes, next um, Saturday. It's the one year anniversary of the first one we did, mm-hmm. and so we're doing it again Amen. on this next Saturday um, from noon to four. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what is it for? Well, freedom has to do with liberty, and liberty is freedom with morality. Amen. Yep. If you ca- you can't have liberty without morality, mm-hmm. it's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so, otherwise, <laughs> oh. it's anarchy. Mm-hmm. Do you know freedom to do whatever I want is is a concept of stupidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's uh, it's because you can't you don't get anarchy. to do whatever you want. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. You cannot walk in to a bank and just say, I want all the money in the bank. It's called bank robbery. Yeah. There's laws. You get you get in trouble. And that, that might change as we go along here. You know, when people feel like they're being uh, demoralized by the bank, it might change. Well, when uh, if you have money in a large bank, I've said this before, get it out. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. the, any yeah. of the big ones. Because the thing that's coming is, is called the bail-in Mm. Where uh, this happened in Greece before, mm. it's uh, in Cyprus uh, and in other places where the banks have run out of money and come to d- default. So they take their creditors. Mm-hmm. If you have a savings deposit, if you have a savings account, that means a, the bank. You are a creditor to the bank, mm-hmm. and so they take the creditor's money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's called the bail-in. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, here's here's another uh, another biblical perspective, and and we speak these things uh, out of uh, you know in response to what Pastor Lou is saying about let freedom march, right? Freedom, uh, liberty is freedom plus morality. When the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. Yeah. But when the wicked are in power, the people groan. They groan. And so, what is happening in Portland right now? The city, as on a whole, is groaning. Well, apparently not. <laughs> no, they're celebrating. They're, they're all celebrating. celebrating. They're, they're all celebrating. They're, they're happy. Yes, with they're happy. They, 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 they've been so brainwashed. Yes. <laughs> no, no, seriously. <laughs> that yes. They think that the, the a, a different version of Kate Brown is mm. going to make a difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if you saw any of uh, Tina's ads before the just before the election, she was running on uh, Law and Order, um, <laughs> and and cleaning up the streets. Yeah. And stopping riots. As if she yes. was a, this a okay. righteous uh, conservative. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was hysterical. <laughs> I was, you know, very, I yeah. thought it was very funny. Yeah, because she's not going to yeah. do any of those. She's going to defund the police. Yes. She's going to. Well, uh, 114 defunds the police, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. All the, well, anyways, we could go on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started yeah. on 114. Yeah. Anymore, KSLM 104.3, a.m. KSLM.news. Praise God. And you can go to the river in W and you can go to the river on Facebook and watch the river round table as well. Uh, YouTube kicks us, kicked us off again. Yes. We're something, going to rumble for something we'll three months soon. ago. Actually, we're going to have our own. We're going to have our own thing on our website. It's called river streams. Yep. And we're working on even our own social media. We're working yes. on all of that. Okay. So that wonderful. Can I do something personal for a second? Something personal. I don't know. Yes. I don't yes. know if one, I want you to do something so one, one time's up. Yeah. Yeah. You and my... Mm-hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> Depends how for, personal it for, is. Uh, uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, and I've actually uh, talked about this publicly before, Yeah. but I am uh, running to be the chairman of the Marion County Republican Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. This is Joel uh, Pulowski speaking. This is... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's not Colonel me. one each. Hey. Retired. 
Uh, <laughs> OD green in color. <laughs> anyway, the uh, and the the idea, the point, and the reason for that uh, that I'm doing this is uh, is that we need to uh, be more involved mm. in from from the. So the first, so let me talk about the process here. <laughs> mm-hmm. The first thing get that it out, I man. Did, get it out. The thing, the first thing that I did. When when I realized this was something that that I was needing to do was I had to find the right pastor to be behind me, amen, and to and to back check me, mm-hmm. okay, because this is something that I cannot do on my own. All right, this is not something I'm doing as a Republican. Mm-hmm. This is something I'm doing as an American. Yeah, and it's a Christian. Mm-hmm. All right, so when people say that I am. Uh, you know, something or other, all of that noise is just falls away. Okay. Because I know where I, I know who I am mm-hmm. and I, and I know where I come from. Mm. And, uh, if for some reason, you know, I leave the guard, I, I leave the lane. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have, uh, you guys to backstop me. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's, that's the way you have to approach this thing. You have to approach all of this stuff from the position of accountability Amen. and proper authority. That's good. Amen. All right. So uh, that's how I'm. That's how I'm coming at this. And my goal is to empower other people, PCPs and Republicans and citizens in general, to have more of a voice in in our community and to be able to have uh, the kind of community that we all want to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And that includes people. Uh, from all you know, walks of life, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. you know people that look and sound like me, because we all love everyone. Mm. Amen. Amen. That's true. Yeah, we right. love everyone. And so, uh, I wanted to segue to what you were talking about when it came to speaking to authority uh, this morning, and you know, kind of empower our listeners to that. So, would you please? <laughs> As, a, as authority, well, what do you, in what context? Uh, the way you described it this morning. Which which one? So as far as uh, and, and within the household or within within the world, I yes. think is what he's asking. Y- yes, yes, within the world. Yeah, yeah, mostly. At well, this point. you know, yeah. it, it comes down to knowing who you are, mm-hmm. and you know, um, there's there's two types of people right now in, in the United States. There's Americans, and then there's believers. Mm-hmm. And as an American, you know, you're going to stand up for your constitutional rights. As a mm-hmm. believer in Jesus, you're going to stand up for the word. Mm-hmm. And as a child of God, the word is available to you in a way that allows you to take dominion over the things in your life. Mm. You don't have to put up with shame and guilt and rejection and fear. Amen. Nope. You don't have to put up with any of those things. And it is for you to take control of your own life. Mm. You know, when when people started taunting Romans 13... And they said, you know, that you're not not obeying the word. And I and I tell people, you know, God broke the law. When did God break the law? Well, in the book of Acts, he sent an angel to break Peter and John out of jail. Yeah. So God did a jailbreak. Then you see the church that are speaking the name of Jesus in, in out on the streets. And in those days, the, speaking the name of Jesus was illegal. The Sanhedrin deemed it illegal and people don't understand the Sanhedrin were the ruling 
law. They were like the sheriffs of the day. Yep. They did the work for the Romans. The Romans didn't come in and change the cultures. They just said, we want your money. Yes. And then they allowed their own cultures to rule themselves, and they gave authority to the Sanhedrin to come up with laws. And the laws were based off of what they believed was in the Torah. And when Jesus started preaching, they made it illegal for the name of Jesus to be spoken. So when people spoke the name of Jesus in the book of Acts, they were illegally speaking a name that they could be arrested for and that they could be tried for and they can be imprisoned for and even beating, beaten for. That's what happened to Stephen. Yes. And so you see, you've got to take a stand in the things that you believe. So they prayed for a man at the gate beautiful. He was healed in the name of Jesus and they arrested him. They arrested Peter and John, put him in jail. Then God sent an angel and broke him out. So God broke the laws of man to save his children and he always will. Because the laws of man do not determine the word of God. And this is what people have a hard time with because we have our feelings and our emotions. Well, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm sorry. Some people's feelings need to be hurt. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's baby is cute. (laughs) (laughs) You hear what I'm saying? Not everybody's dog is cute. Not everybody's cat is nice. Hello. Some people need their feelings hurt. I'm sorry your child is not that cute. I hope it grows up to look like you. Possibly. Maybe somebody else. <laughs> but I'm just letting you know, not everything is... is are, it, it, we, we're not out to make everybody happy. We're here to set people free. And when you, when you talk about setting people free, you've got to take authority. And you've got to say, this is right and this is wrong. I'm sorry, it is wrong to teach your kids to masturbate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe you said that. That's what they're teaching in school. Yes. yes. I'm sorry it is wrong that they're doing transgenderism in schools. I'm sorry if that upsets you. LGBTQ plus is the wrong agenda for children. Mm-hmm. I know that people struggle with areas in their life. I understand that. And you're saying, well, you're against I love people. I don't care if you come up and you have horns on your head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still love you. But I'm going to tell you the truth. You ask my opinion, I'll tell you what I believe. If you don't want to know what I believe, don't ask me my opinion. And sometimes I'll give my opinion whether you want to hear it or not. <laughs> yeah. Because you're giving your opinion. My, my thing is is that the, when you follow Jesus, and I know we're getting, we're almost, it's time. Is yep. it time where we're shutting down right yes. now? Yep. We're close. Will I hear it? Oh, wonderful. Then I'm yes. good. Serving Jesus isn't about making everybody okay. There is a real heaven to gain and a real hell to shun. Jesus has come to set the captives free. And that's what he wants to do is set people free. He wants to set you free. Thank you for joining us today on River Roundtable. And uh, maybe we'll follow this up at another time. But we love you. Yes, and uh, come to visit church. That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.